Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. And welcome. It is the Devious Motives podcast. Great to be here with you as we uh, sort of track all the big stories that are out there moving. Uh, the three big issues that are being talked about right now in the United States as we get ready for this election uh, continue to be the economy, uh, crime, and of course, uh, inflation. Now, on the Democrat side of the equation, it continues to be what's described as abortion, right? The, uh, the abortion issue or choice. But I mean, I think we could just call it termination of pregnancy policy, right? I mean, which is essentially what what this is. It's being offered up uh, by by the left and uh, Joe Biden uh, making a speech in the last 24 hours uh, about the importance for codifying Roe versus Wade. It, it was decided in 1973. He had 50 years to codify it, just never got around to doing it, I guess. So now he's going to make that the number one issue. The number one issue uh, for the return to power of the Democrats in the House and the Senate. And I'm telling you right now, uh, if I were a woman who had as my main issue pregnancy termination, um, I would be upset because they know what the polls look like. They know the polls look like uh, Republicans are going to take the House, maybe take the Senate as well. And they're basically just telling you, we'll see. Uh, they want this thing to be kept as an issue because they don't have anything else. Inflation is killing people in this country. Uh, the strategic petroleum reserves are being tapped. Joe Biden said as much. Uh, we've gone from 485 million barrels uh, all the way down to uh, whatever it was in, in, in 1984 uh, because he's going to release another 15 million barrels to try to buy voters in industrial states uh, to turn out and to vote for the Democrats in this upcoming uh, midterm election. They are flat out of bullets. They can't spend any more money because of inflation. Uh, they can't talk about the border because it's not secured. Uh, they can't talk about pregnancy termination as a policy because they didn't get anything done in that regard. Um, and oh, while we're at it, uh, the people voting in Georgia are voting in record numbers so much for Jim Crow 2.0. Pretty weird, right? So you've got all these challenges and you've got all these issues that are out there banging around at the same time. And uh, what you have is you've got that fish floundering and flopping on the deck of the boat, suffocating. And that is the, the group of people who have hope that the current approach is going to bear fruit. It's not. It's really not going to bear fruit. I, um, I don't take any joy in seeing our economy in peril. I want everybody to have a job. I want everybody to have a roof over their head. I want everybody to have the ability to provide for their families. Um, but unfortunately, you have gotten a zero to five trillion lesson just in the last 18 months. And I know there was a pandemic. Well aware of the pandemic. Uh, well aware of get your shot. 
well aware of, close the schools, fire the people in the military, call the Border Patrol agents, uh, uh, whippers, uh, all that. So I know all the drama that has come uh, this way. The insurrection, I'm well aware of the insurrection. We all know what went on, but we also all know what policies were pushed and what the focus is on now, pregnancy termination. Pregnancy termination is like the number one thing. And Joe Biden is giving women uh, a, a sense of false hope and I think um, kind of a, a phony ride by trying to say, if we keep the House and Senate, the first thing I'm going to do is pass legislation codifying Roe versus Wade. Where were you at the height of the anger in July and August? Can I tell you where he was in July and August at the height of the anger? They didn't want to codify it then because they would have lost the issue going into the election. That's the sort of calculus that's going on here. You have to understand that, right? That they could not codify that. They, they, they did the mansion and they did the cinema and they did all that stuff. And they, they, they did the CHIPS Act, C-H-I-P-S Act, the CHIPS Act. They did the the IRA Act, the uh, inflation, the the inflation restitution American. What was IRA? Oh, the Inflation Control Act, the Inflation Spending Act, which was really a Green New Deal scam. But they never put in anything on abortion. They could have done it. They could have done it, but they needed you to be angry and upset and furious as uh, as as you possibly could be because they needed you to have the intensity for the election. And now, even with the intensity of the election and all the drama and all that sort of stuff, you could still lose the House and or the Senate. And then it's all for naught. I feel bad for you. I'm I'm just being honest with you. I I feel badly for you. I feel badly that they took you for a ride like this. Um, It did not have to be this way, but they made it this way. And they did the spending and they threw people out of the military and they shut businesses down. And Gavin Newsom now says that sometime in the in February or March of 2023, the the the, the COVID's going to be over. Can, can I just take a moment from the uh, podcast here and, and, and just make an observation as a, as a human being and as a uh, as somebody who cares about the country? Why are they doing this? Doesn't that bug you? Bugs me. It's like why, why, why are they? They play with people's lives. We'll throw you out of the military. We won't let you go to school. We, we you won't wear the mask. We, who, who are these people? Like, where do they germinate from? Where do they come from? They're like they're like political zombies. It's just to me, it's very weird. I, I don't know where these folks come from. I. I, I, I it's too obvious to say MSNBC, uh, Media Matters. It's just weird. Just a bunch of weirdos walking around with weird concerns about how other people live their lives. Yes, I know there was an insurrection. That's been established. There was an insurrection. Now we have people doing drag time story show, and it's dudes singing filthy lyrics to small children that if you pulled up in a van and started talking to a kid like that in the park, uh, the cops would probably put you in jail. I'm just saying, using that kind of language in front of kids uh, and talking to them about that. That would be an issue. I want to move to something else, though. And this is a point of education that I want to bring your way. And I want to give you some context because we tend to use phrases in the body politic 
that we don't know what they mean. I mean, I know what they mean, especially this term I'm going to use. I know what this means. But I wanted to explain to you some of the, the background of the use of this term because it's thrown around a lot. And it's really actually the media's biggest weapon they have to throw an election. The media are, are not conservative. Okay, the media are the opposite of conservative. Uh, I don't even know what you call that. Establishment, I guess. Um, the media are not your friend. The media like to play with you, like when you have a cat and a laser pointer and you can make them chase the dot up and down the wall or, or whatever it is and make them do silly things and get worn out. That's what the media's job is. Um, it used to be to inform you as to what was going on, and now they've changed that term from informing you to giving you context. So guy shot guy. Wow, that's terrible. Did they arrest him? Yes, but here's some context. He was bullying the other guy. Okay, fine. So the phrase that I want to focus on today is something that people throw around, sling around a lot. And there's a bunch of examples of this, a bunch of examples going all the way back to like 1838. The October surprise, the October surprise, the October surprise is this term that gets used and people go, you know, wait till the October surprise comes around here. You know, the October surprise comes around about this time every election. What is the October surprise? The October surprise, very easy to understand, is a an unanticipated event or revelation or scandal that suddenly shows up really just about now. And we are, uh, what are we, uh, uh, October 19th? This would be about when you would get an October surprise. So an October surprise could be any number of things, okay? Uh, way back in 1838, going into the 1840 election, uh, you had a revelation that a bunch of leaders in the Whig Party uh, we're going to be arrested for some sort of bad activity, okay? Uh, you, you had stuff uh, happen with Warren G. Harding. Uh, the people were, were circulating rumors in Washington, D.C. that Warren G. Harding was secretly uh, African-American, and that was going to throw the election. Uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson in the 1960s uh, had a very close aide, somebody who had been with him for 25 years, I mean, all the way back into the old Texas days, and that aide got caught in a homosexual sex scandal at a YMCA in Washington, D.C., and it, 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 it could have exploded and gone very badly. Uh, Nixon uh, taken on McGovern, and you had, uh, uh, of course, uh, Enley Kissinger. I am Enley Kissinger. I am the uh, Secretary of State uh, for uh, President Nixon. I am Enley Kissinger. Uh, so Enley Kissinger. Uh, came out and announced that there were within this close to peace in our time between us and the North Vietnamese. So you kind of get the picture, right? Stuff all comes out, comes bleeding out, comes spilling out. And, and you can you could bring it all the way up. I mean, you can go back to, to, to George uh, W. Bush in 2000 when uh, uh, former Governor Connolly came out and said, oh, I declare we found out that, that in 1976 in Kennebunkport, uh, uh, George W. Bush found himself uh, a DUI, and he got a DUI, and that was a big thing that, that came about. But none of them get anywhere close 
to the modern genesis of, anybody know? 1980. Mmm, 1980. The election of 1980. This is really the modern atomic bomb of October surprises. And it goes like this, just to remind you. There was a guy, I'd call him a dude, but he's so old, he's not like a dude. He couldn't be a dude. He's way too old to be a dude. Uh, There was a guy at Columbia University. His name is Gary Sick. Rush used to make cracks about Gary Sick because he would say, his name is Gary Sick because he is. And so Gary Sick was an advisor inside the Carter administration. And his portfolio inside the Carter administration was to basically be the guy that handled the Iranian hostage crisis. Because you guys remember in uh, 79, the, the mullahs in Iran, the very same people who Joe Biden wants to kiss up to, they, they were holding our hostages hostage and they held him for 444 days. So what does this have to do with Gary Sick, Brett? Okay, this is how the story went. Um, and it only came about, it only came about later, found out about it because he wrote a book. And it was sort of a backward tagged October surprise. Here's what the October surprise was, according to Gary Sick. All right. It was the uh, late portion of the election campaign in October of 1980. And, well, President Reagan was taken on Jim Akata. And uh, it was a hard-fought race. Here's how the conspiracy theory goes. George H.W. Bush, the candidate for vice president under, of course, Ronald Reagan, was secreted in an SR-71 Blackbird. I'm making none of this up. In an SR-71 Blackbird and flew over to the part of the world that has the Iranians. It could be Asia, it could be Asia Minor, it could be a neighboring country. And and it was George H.W. Uh, Bush or, or others with him that met with the Iranians and cut a super secret deal. And the super secret deal was this. Well, Mullah, I need you to hold these hostages till after Ronald Reagan gets elected. And once... Ronald Reagan gets elected. We can get ready to have them released and we'll, we'll make it up to you. That was the book that Gary Sick wrote called The October Surprise. He claimed that the former head of the CIA, the vice president of the United States to be, the ambassador to China, the head of the CIA, once again, <laughs> that guy, George H.W. Bush, would get into an SR-71 Blackbird and fly all the way over to that other part of the world, undetected, meet with the uh, Iranian representatives and get the Iranian representatives somehow to buy in to wait to release the hostages until after Ronald Reagan was, I am your president. And good news, the hostages have left Iranian airspace. We all remember that happening, right? 1981 with the inauguration. It's crazy. Joe Biden was probably there. Now that I think about it, it's really wild. Hi, Corn Pop was a bad dude. So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? 
So that became like this percolating story. It was a percolating story in 1991 when Gary Sick wrote his book. Gary Sick is still alive, by the way. Uh, he wrote his book. And um, everybody was like, whoa, Ronald Reagan, that dirty duck. Ronald Reagan and George H.W. Bush. Well, why would you think the book would be written in 1991? What was going on in 1991? Oh, that's right. George H.W. Bush's presidency was underway. Ronald Reagan was uh, headed off into the sunset. And Gary Sick releases this book and says in the book that this all happened. Well, do you know what occurred after that? Well, there were congressional investigations, I believe, in the House and the Senate at the time. This is like 1992, 92. And uh, George H.W. Bush is getting ready to run for re-election. And uh, in October, that book had uh, dropped in October of 91. And the Congress and the Senate both came out and said, there's no, there's no evidence of this. This is stupid. There's no evidence of this. Gary Six still maintains to this day that George H.W. Bush flew in an SR-71 Blackbird all the way over to the other end of the world to try to convince the Iranians to hold the hostages until after Reagan was inaugurated. And that, ladies and gentlemen, that is the biggest uh, October surprise really you could, you could have in the modern era. It was huge. It was huge. And so the reason I wanted to bring that up was to give you context. Uh, there are a number of these things. Back when when Kerry uh, was running against Bush, uh, the New York Times dumped out a story about uh, all these explosives that had been stolen uh, inside of Iraq in the hopes that it would make uh, Bush look really bad and incompetent. There was a report out of, I think, The Lancet that said there was all this mortality uh, happening inside of Iraq because we, inv we invaded Iraq. There, like, there are all these different kinds of stories. Back in 2006, uh, you might remember a guy named Mark Foley, who was a congressman, like a really like a zero congressman from Florida, who happened to be apparently was gay, uh, but was closeted. And uh, he he was propositioning uh, underage pages at the House of Representatives. And that really was the thing that got released as a scandal, really tubed the Republicans in the 2006 midterms and propelled your friend and mine, Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, uh, to the uh, to the speakership. And so there you have it, folks. There, there you have it right there. Uh, the October surprise. This is how it all worked. This is how it all was. And uh, that could emerge on our scene at any moment. I don't know what the October surprise is going to be. No idea. The October surprise in a House and Senate fight is different than an October surprise in a presidential. But still, uh, you have to remember also the Hunter Biden story that was crushed by uh, news media outlets back in, in 2020. That was sort of an October surprise that didn't really uh, happen because the New York Times decided with the FBI and a bunch of intelligence community members that Joe Biden had to win the election. And now you know. I'm Brett Witterbull. This is Devious Moments.
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. 